0: To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. I probably had COVID like 74 times. I have no clue and I don't care. Everybody liked Blanche because Blanche was a pig who took it in the ass. Did you smell your poop? Did you learn anything? Did you read about the dog story? What the fuck is my ex-girlfriend who I despise calling me? a lot to blame on the news it's a lot to blame on anthony fauci that italian leprechaun almost like it never existed but it fucking did so do me a favor go yourself Yo, like, subscribe, share, donate, positive sarcasm.com, slash donate, any amount is appreciated. Of course, check out the Weeble app and the affiliate link in the description down below. That is another way of supporting this podcast, positive sarcasm.com, slash donate, the Weeble app and the affiliate link in the description down below. Uh, deposit money, you'll get free stocks, I'll get free stocks, everybody's happy, and now... Of course, if another way you want to support this podcast and look sweet at the same time, I got some new apparel at my website. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash merchware, or just click on the merchwear section. We've got coffee mugs, laptop sleeves, wine tumblers. We got some shoes. We got a stainless steel tumbler to keep your margaritas cold. And, of course, everyone's favorite. We got some flippy floppies and some men's sliders. Uh, however, I like the flip flops the best because they got the Galaxy logo on them, which I really enjoy most, those are 15 bucks. The men's sliders are a little more expensive, but they got the American flag logo. Uh, big fans of those, but I'm a big fan of these flippy floppies for some reason. I don't know, I just like, that to me just looks like the super most perfect casual uh, flip-flop with one of my favorite logos that I ever made. Um, so go ahead and check those out, they're available in small, medium, and large. And uh, they're inexpensive, so go ahead and check those out. It's another way of supporting this podcast, supporting this platform, supporting all things PS. I uh, really, really appreciate it. So yeah, that's officially up, and uh, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, at least I don't think. Anyways, so we're done with uh, we're done with patting myself on the back. Let's move on to some other stuff. You know, the greatest thing that the greatest uh, one of the world's greatest heroes is the man who the producer who on the on the douglas show shut off yoko ono's microphone we need more heroes like that in our lives we need people to you know instead of talking about it take actual action um i everybody's been listening to or everybody's heard about the cop in tennessee who was blowing pretty much half the department well apparently this uh former police officer, is now speaking out, essentially trying to um, save what little face that hasn't been cummed on uh, that's left, because she is in the news, and apparently she's going after the police department, so let's go ahead and give this a listen and just see what she has to say. Oh, get out of here. What am I looking for? That? That? All right, there we go. Police Department, they described the environment as a family. However, (laughs) while I was aspiring to protect my community, the Laverne Police Department was not protecting me. I felt like I had been terrorized. And yes, now she is suing. No criminal charges have been filed in the case. Hall knows there are those who will say she was a consenting adult who willingly participated in sexual antics in violation of police department policy, and that now she wants to blame others, including one sergeant who targeted her early on. I know what most people are saying. You know, you could have said no. I get it. But my response to them is that I did say no and he wouldn't take it for an answer. No, stop it. You're being Eventually ridiculous. I, gave in I said no. Pressure. So it's not as easy to say she could have just said no. She did say. No. I remember. Yep. There you go. She said she said she said no. She said no to this guy. She said no to that guy. She said no to that guy. She said no to – actually, the only person she did say no to was her husband who worked for the sheriff's department. But she said no to this guy and that guy. She apparently had a threesome with them. I get the whole story here. So um, disgraced ex-chief of the Tennessee Police Department joked about the underlying Megan Hall's sexcapades and shared explicit images of her on a burner phone he named – Old boy, court, poor, okay. former Laverne police chief, Chief Burl Chip Davis, who was fired over the seamy, steamy scandal, uh, openly joked with other cops about then-officer Hall's trysts with uniformed colleagues and shared explicit images of her that were circulated within the department. The chief later uh, feigned ignorance when questioned as part of an internal investigation until he had no choice. even guys ever, be, ever actually been inside of a police department, a lot of them are like high school, just so you know. Um, until he had no choice to come clean, according to court records. In one text exchange, October 25th, Davis and Officer Ty McGowan joked over a photo that shared a halt allegedly taken by another sergeant, Lewis Powell, who was having an illicit affair with the female, married female cop, the record shows. Who dat... david davis asked in a text hall lewis mcgowan replied he's on it again the chief replied he swears he ain't said mcgowan uh she nor her husband took that picture davis said she has a tight little ass though mcgowan replied yep said davis hall 26 was fired after word of her sexual encounters with six other cops including an alleged threesome with one officer and his wife uh, and a girls-gone-wild hot tub encounter with several of, her office, uh, several of the officers. Ooh, look at that tattoo right in there. Uh, last month, uh, Hall filed a federal civil rights lawsuit against the city Davis McGowan and Powell claiming she was sexually groomed by cops on, an, on her all-male shift. Okay. In her first interview last week, she said she was sexualized by her fellow officers. Records contained in her complaint reveal details of the interviews with Davis and other cops, including how the chief joked about the misconduct and images shared with other officers, such as a 13-minute video allegedly showing Hall masturbating. Oh, boy. The chief and McGowan discussed Hall's affair with Powell again on October 28th. I saved her for the last time. I wish I could tell her who she fucking can't do shit for her. I wish I could too, McGowan wrote back. Then we could both play. Can't fuck Lewis, though, because the picks are, Davis responded, adding a flame emoji. The secret sex sexcapades began to unravel in December when Hall checked herself the fuck, into a, a local hospital after having suicidal thoughts according to her lawsuit. City officials then received a tip about the wild goings on. It's out in HR talking about it right now, Davis texted McGowan on December 12th. She told at the hospital, he wrote, all bets off. Davis, Powell, and McGowan were fired over the scandal, as were police officer Juan Lugo Perez and detective Seneca Shields. Three other cops, Patrick Magliocco, uh, to Larry Holiday, Gavin and uh, were suspended. The internal investigation into the saga later concluded that Davis not only knew of the scandal brewing in, in his ranks, but also misled this investigation. "Quote: No one, no one person is at fault for all these events, the report concluded. In this matter, however, our investigation found that one person possessed a unique combination of information, authority, responsibility, and opportunity to change the course of these events. And that person, chief, and that person chief davis did not a rep for laverne told the post last week that the city would not comment on pending litigation so okay so obviously the chief is (laughs) i love this comment look at the comment nice tits any form of the word groom is new, uh, the new overly used and abused word by the gynocentric social order to absolve women of accountability. Uh, it's up there with sexist and misogynists is losing all meaning due to being applied to anything they don't like. 12-year-old get, gro- uh, get groomed, not 25-year-olds. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so let me see here. All right. So if I was running the department, chief would get fired because obviously he was involved. The sergeant would get fired. Um, This guy would get fired. That guy would get fired. That guy would get fired. She would get fired. And, of course, the chief would get fired. All of them. Every single one of them would get fired. Do any of them have a right to – look at that. Jesus Christ. She said no to that guy. Okay. Does she have any right? to sue any i mean she ha- you know married to jedediah hall and i mean she wasn't faithful so if anything she can't she has no right to sue he actually might have a right to sue because his own brothers in law enforcement were betraying him um I don't know. Can he even sue her? I don't know how he's doing it. He's more of a man than I am, but he's trying to salvage his marriage. uh, Chad Parton, Coffee County Sheriff, and Jedediah Hall's boss. Parton said that the former park ranger had been training for a job with the Tennessee Highway Patrol but pulled out. It's the only time she's pulled out. Uh, after the allegations against his wife became public, he's since become a deputy with the Coffee County. Oh, it was him. I'm oh, sorry. The joke didn't land the way I wanted it to. I have offered and extended him any resource that he needs, and all he says is, Sheriff, I just want to work for the citizens of Coffee County, and I love what I'm doing. I'm a fucking, that a, what a bro. I don't condone uh, what went on at Laverne Police Department, but he sure hasn't broken any laws. He's the victim here. There's not a blemish on his record. He's doing a phenomenal, phenomenal job. According to an internal investigation uh, reported by the uh, Laverne Police Department, Magliucos said Jedediah Hall had become upset at a party when Megan had begun kissing his wife. Uh, Magloga also expressed concern for Megan Hall's mental health, claiming she'd been prone to heavy drinking. He said she had once pointed an empty gun at her head and pulled the trigger so she could un- hear what it sounded like. Clearly, she's a broken human. And okay, there we have it. So, this happens in police departments all over the United States. This is a very common scenario that happens that I've heard about time and time again that goes on to this day. because. Police departments are gossip fests. They're like high school, and it's all testosterone and estrogen thrown together, and these types of things happen all the time. These types of lawsuits happen all the time. What do you do about it? I mean, you're asking the wrong fucking person if you ask me. I'm not going to say you can't have women police officers because I think it's important that in certain depart- uh, certain towns you have community-oriented policing people need to be able to relate to officers you can't just have you know marine corps types just you know handing out uh handing out speeding tickets it doesn't work like that there are some towns where you don't need like a militaristic style police force you need people saving cats you need people assisting uh you know with life-threatening situations you need patrolman you need this type of scenario you need the people of your town to feel safe not everything needs to be a brooklyn swat team Hmm. not everything needs to be a laverne fucking sex uh sex cult either so what do you do in that scenario obviously i know we have a, a quote a lot of problem with law enforcement nowadays but where does it start well it starts with proper training obviously you have to have i know that look in a perfect world or even a slightly more a slightly better world you'd have better hiring tactics you'd have better training so i think it would be important to be like okay what type of person are you what's your personality like are you healthy are you in good shape um can you if this if this uh, resisting arrest goes to the ground? Are you capable of handling yourself one-on-one if possible? Um, are, you, are, you, um, are you competent with a gun? Are you competent in stressful situations? Do you want to fuck anybody else in the department? Do you plan on suing the department after you fuck everybody else in the department and get fired afterwards? These are important questions to be asked. The um, what type of officer do you want to be, or what type of officer were you at your last place where you fucked other people, um, and then sued them shortly afterwards? These are also important things. Do you have uh certain skill sets? But the thing is, is you have you have to be a being a police officer is a stressful situation, and it doesn't seem like these people. What do you mean these people? Um. Where any of them were really equipped to deal with this issue they saw a a, a girl a woman or whatever who uh, was just easy she said no multiple times well she didn't make it hard for them she made it easy she was just there she gave it in she gave up she never I mean honestly if she wanted to sue the department what she should have done was recorded all the encounters taken those encounters gone to the county submitted her paperwork and she would have had hundreds of thousands of dollars Instead, she fucked all the dudes, almost ruined her marriage, which I'm sure she will eventually, and then sued the county. So this is like eating your entire steak and then saying to the waitress, uh, this was disgusting. I want my money back. This was a terrible meal. She instead sampled the entire platter and then gave it back. This is like eating, like taking a poo-poo platter for two, eating half of it, and then bringing it back to the restaurant. So what she did um, – is she at fault she is this is a 50 50 situation where two cars passing by both near the median smash into each other it's a 50 50 scenario everybody should be fired there should be a uh, a job fair at the laverne police department and they need to start from scratch you need an interim chief you need to reallocate the budget for a start for a, a sergeant um uh, screw uh Highly scrutinized the hiring practices, and no return offenders whatsoever. Um, that's that. And you need to have you need to have some expectations of the people coming in, man or woman, of what you expect from that department. Some decorum. Obviously, it didn't matter that these people were married or not; they were still willing to get down, and in some case, get down with multiple partners. So, I mean, as far as this chick goes what the hell's her name megan hall i mean she's trust, like i said she's just trying to save face she's just trying to save face by claiming she's the victim when in fact she was just a, a pig pardon the pun she was just a fucking pig she was a whore, and somebody convinced her to because she can't get a job anywhere think about it think about this you spend a lot of time becoming a police officer you finally get become a police officer And then as soon as you get that job, you just start fucking the entire department. You going to get a job anywhere else? Are you going to get a job in another police department? Are you going to get a job at a hospital? Are you going to get a job in security? You may not even get a job at a Walmart at this point. Your face has been everywhere. Your face is everywhere. You are unhirable. You are the Casey Anthony of police officers you have completely fucked yourself out of qualifications at working in any such department anywhere in the entire united states you're not even if you couldn't even be a fucking paul bart blart mall cop there's nothing you can do in this scenario so obviously the only thing she can do is go get a lawyer claim that she was a victim in this whole situation and go after the county or go after the police department or whatever and just try to get some money out of this so she could figure out the rest of her life. Maybe write a book about it and go on a couple TV shows like The View and some other pile of shit that nobody cares about. Uh, so she she doesn't have a future. So the only thing she's trying to do right now is save, like I said, save some face by trying to make some money off this scenario because somebody said that she could. But she's a hundred percent, well, she's fifty percent at fault here. And she, in my opinion, isn't entitled to shit because she was she took an oath to protect and serve and all she did was suck and blow. So she's not entitled to shit. She's not tenured. She's just, at the end of the day, a bad cop. A bad cop. Bad cops get fired. Just like these other fucking clowns, uh, this police chief, all these people... Um, They all deserve to get fired. They all deserve essentially the vast majority of them. He can't be a chief again. That guy can't be a sergeant again. The other canine cop can't be a canine cop anymore. They swore an oath, and they went against it, and they can't work as cops anymore. It's just not feasible, and uh, I'll be perfectly honest. I mean she's kind of cute in a really like Friday night slightly piggish way. I don't know. I mean – yeah, she's not that great actually. Never mind. I take it all back. She's kind of a pig. Um once again, pardon the pun. But she can't work in law enforcement, neither can any of the others after this. And she's literally just trying to find money at this point. Um, I know there's been a lot of news uh regarding all kinds of other shit. I know that Novak Djokovic um got denied entry into the United States to compete at a tennis uh competition because we haven't dropped the we haven't dropped the vaccine requirements for um people who don't live who people who are not u.s citizens um up until i think may 11th that's absolutely ridiculous it's like two months you have to you have to wait two months as an unvaccinated person to enter the united states two months as if that makes any fucking difference it's set to expire what do you think is going to happen in the next two months so there's been there's been that There was the video footage that dropped from the QAnon shaman who was basically running all over the White House, escorted. So it's not like he broke in. He was just essentially escorted by uh, Capitol Police all over the place. Then there was the – there was – I believe there was an article about – this is – I actually did want to read about this. Um, Australia basically – Australia and the – whatchamacallit. The digital IDs, so they're now getting a digital IDs. Australia digital IDs. I did want to talk about this, actually. Because this is the one thing you don't want to say. This social credit score bullshit. Um, yeah, it's legit. Digitalidentity.gov.au. Your digital identity allows you to prove who you are online. You can reuse your digital identity whenever you want. Uh, and the news regarding it, with digital ID top of mind, have government biometrics finally beaten fraud? And you have to really be careful on what articles you're reading about this so i mean inside identity uh let's see australian state governments agree on a digital id credential sharing deal um let me see here they all claim it's the holy grail uh it's it, in my opinion it's a downward slope so no oh, this is the one i pushed ministers from australia's foot fr- do i have any water left yeah i do Ministers from Australia's federal government have agreed to a deal with their state and uh, territory counterparts to include digital credentials in the new national digital identity system, reports the Australian Financial Review. Now, let's look for key let's look for key factors here. The agreement paves the way for di- driver's licenses and occupational credentials to be recognised across the country and store their credentials in a digital wallet, uh, all based on international standards. The move to bring identity and credentials uh, together is world-leading, says the NSW Digital Minister uh, Victor Dominello told AFR Weekend. He credits Federal Finance Minister Katie Gallagher for bringing the sides together. Gallagher said that while the states wanted digital credentials to be included in the scheme, it is also important for those who chose not to participate to have an alternative method of sharing their credentials available. The new digital identity scheme is expected to make it easier for businesses to verify customer identities without collecting excess personal information. What does that even mean? makes it easier for businesses to verify customer identities without collecting whatever happened to a driver's license, birth certificate, and then just writing your stuff out. Why do you have to have a digital identity? The federal government is expected to introduce legislation on the scheme by the end of 2023. Quote, there is a lot of work to be done and plenty of consultations to undertake. But we understand that that we increasingly rely on digital technology as part of our everyday lives. The government has a responsibility to ensure we can offer a digital ID system. That is voluntary, efficient, and meets people's needs, and most importantly, offers the highest security for their personal information, Senator Gallagher told AFR, for the report in the run-up to the meetings with states and and territories. Australian Payment Plus Connect ID Managing Director Andrew Black emphasizes the importance of consumers being able to choose between public and private sector-provided tools. MasterCard, which has also been piloting its digital identity verification service in Australia, also expressed support for the proposed system. Digital identity system vulnerable. Services Australia says it has found several vulnerabilities, one of them high risk with identity exchanges it operates for the government. Uh, IT News reports that the Office of the Australian Information Commissioner disclosed the findings after beginning an assessment on February 2022. Among the issues identified are the lack of penetration tests and mandated annual assessments. Service Australia now has a pen test plan for the first quarter of 2023 and its privacy policy – has been updated since the assessment was concluded. Four medium privacy risks were identified and five recommendations were made. In the light of the multiple recent high-profile hacks in Australia and the amount of sensitive data being digitized, the government is also planning to upgrade public sector cybersecurity programs, reports the West Australian. This is an absolute fucking disaster. This is exactly what you don't want happening in your country. This reeks of identity theft. This reeks of individual control as a collective. This reeks of... Uh, Having your credit cards canceled on you, your ability to purchase things canceled, canceled, your opinion being – your opinion basically causing you to lose any ability to move about the country or worst case scenario being able to move out of the country. This is – you can attach whatever you want to a digital identity and your digital identity can be erased if the government possesses full control over it. Okay. We know this – fully well that the Chinese government is perfectly capable of making people disappear and we are fully aware of the US government and its ability to attack people's credentials their identities and to skew things and to censor people um, and to to attach things to one's character there is nothing you can do about it they can literally make you disappear digitally this isn't this is I mean, I know America is the world's terrorists, but once again, Australia proves that it is the world's fucking um, prison system. It is. It just, it just truly is. And how this gets voted and how the people put up with it in Australia is beyond me. My concern, and this, these are things that are happening in Canada, with they have to get a vaccine passport there, with and it's actually on your phone. So they put this app on their phone. So now it's connected to your phone, which tracks all of your movements, everything you say, everything you do, microphone, camera, all your social media, your emails, your texts, your phone calls, everything tracked through there. And you have no choice. It's basically whatever this digital identity app that's on your phone, whatever it wants access to, it gets access to, and if you don't have it, you can't freely move about the country the and you still have it you still have time you just have to basically not obey but we know they're not going to do that we know that china didn't do that my biggest concern is it's going to happen here but then, then again it's so what do we have we have a normal driver's license here we have uh the real ids which are also ridiculous here but you still have the ability to get a passport we are still able to move about our day with uh printed printed stuff printed ids birth certificate social security card driver's license credit card passports we still have that ability we don't have to show up to the airport with any type of technology whatsoever we show up with paper we get onto the plane how is that going to work going forward i don't know but i can tell you this i would never vote for it and i would revolt against it How the fuck did we get to this point, though, where something like this is happening in Australia and it's ever, ever starting to surround us in the United States? Like when you think about it, well, let's go all the way back to like Christmas of 2019. Christmas of 2019, we're sitting – we're, we're hearing a little bit of like, quote, news. We're, we're hearing a little bit of like news coming out of – Oh, let me turn that – Oh boy, let me turn that down a little bit. There we go. We're hearing a little bit of news uh, coming out of this place called Wuhan, China. A fucking place that nobody in the United States has ever even heard of. And we're like, oh, China's having a little bit more of this, that, and the other thing. Then all of a sudden January hits. Christmas is over. You know, economy is booming. Houses, ha- Housing prices are relatively low. Everybody's got a little bit of money. People are working. People are complaining about their usual boring ass lives. Real estate, like I said, real estate was in a good shape. We had a good supply chain going. Donald Trump was probably going to win the election again, I would say. Um, not, know, I mean, he had his faults, but what was what was to come was probably his largest mistake as president. But we're sitting there in January, and we're starting to hear these reports of shit getting out of control. And then the next thing you know, it starts creeping. It's like we start to, It never dawned to us what was taking place next, because when I was, it, when I started hearing about shit starting to uh, creep into, you know, it was getting out of control in China, and then it started to creep into Europe, and then the news started picking up on it. And that fear. I mean, back then we were still individuals at that time. We were still individuals, and we were still free to move about our daily lives, and the shit show hadn't already begun. But it seemed like somebody knew if we just push enough fear, we can kind of start getting what we want. And this is the moment when the, the wealth transfer could happen again. Because if you scare enough people, you can force people into making decisions on your behalf. You can get people, you can con- convince people to start acting as a collective and stop things. Start acting as a collective instead of thinking and acting like individuals. And I remember being in, it was in February, it was like a week or two, it was literally a week or two before March, it was in February, and I was down in Boston. Everybody was out and about, doing their thing, nobody gave a shit about COVID, nobody was thinking what was about to happen next. And I'm just—we're having a good old time. No thoughts whatsoever. I remember I was—I went down there in my Mustang. I had just got new tires on it. And in the meantime, Europe was going crazy, and there was some mention about it at my old workplace. And they, I know that China was completely—we had shut down all traffic from China. Um, and then March happened. March of 2020 happened, and. There was some movement. People got people were starting to get nervous, but I was a little concerned, like, what is what's about to happen? Are we going to do something that is gonna completely change how the United States works as a whole? And I don't know I don't remember really the entire situation, like when it's, it's such a blur. But when you We haven't had a chance to stop and think about it because we've either been too busy arguing with other people about vaccines or, or, or social justice or who the fuck knows, but we haven't had a chance. We have not had an opportunity to go back to the very, very beginning of this thing and say to ourselves, what the fuck did we do? When, how did we get to this point where March happened, March of 2020, and somebody convinced him. To convince us that essentially slowing down or stopping the vast majority of our economy for just a couple weeks was the right idea. How did we get to that point? I remember it was like the day before. It was like a, like a day before and I was watching a bunch of police vehicles and a bunch of uh, ambulances. Heading in a direction, and then watching all these Amazon trucks in synchronicity move out of one of their HQs to head out to go deliver packages. And it just the day smelled wrong. And I'm like, what is about to happen? And then are we actually going to shut businesses down and we're all gonna be told to stay in our homes? And I'm thinking to myself, like, we're actually gonna we're gonna do this? We're actually going to do this. It's like, am, am I okay with this? I, is this thing really that dangerous? I never thought to myself it would be that dangerous. Like, I, I always thought to myself, if I if I ever caught it, I would probably be okay. Like, I always thought to myself, like, there's nothing I I can't fight off that's not prehistoric or plague-like. I know there's a lot of bad things out there you can catch, but I have dedicated so much of my time to staying healthy and eating right and exercising and getting right supplements that it's like I'm not like everybody else. And the vast majority of people that were really, really healthy, truly healthy, that didn't have vitamin deficiencies, that weren't obese, that didn't have inflammation issues, the vast majority of them were going to be okay. But then there, it just it just happened, the next thing you know, um, I remember it literally goes from the like my brain. It, it was like a car accident. I just remember I was. It was one day I'm down in Boston enjoying pastries, and then I remember I just black out and I remember literally driving by one of the grocery stores and it's a. Fu- it looked like a goddamn communist bread line, waiting. I mean, a line around the block of the store. And I'm like, what is this? How did we get here? What does this mean? I remember going to the grocery store, and thank God I have a bidet. But people just emptied out the shelves. They emptied out the shelves. There was, there was. I was literally just going to the store like I normally would after going to the gym to go. Oh, I'm gonna grab some food, you know, like I normally did. And I went there, and the paper aisle empty. Gro- meat aisle. Empty vegetable, empty p. Pe- shit, just gone. People just said, fuck you, you're on your own. Like, like, I remember when they said, we're all in this together. It's like, no, we're not. None of nobody here is in this together. We were fighting over bathroom tissue. We literally went, people went in there and cleaned out everything. They bought this much milk, that much meat, that much toiletries, everything, and they just emptied all this shit out. And it amounted to nothing. And it was for two weeks to flatten the curve. And then they said in New York, they said we needed ventilators where literally the vast majority of people that were put on ventilators, it, they were also put on other medications which slowed down their heart rate, slowed down their respiratory rate, and then forced them onto these ventilators where the pressure was jacked up. And essentially, we killed our own population. We killed our own population. With the, with, this, with the euthanasia-like drugs that we gave them, these antidepressants, these, uh, these relaxant medications, which if most of these people, if they were left to their own devices, they probably would have been okay. But instead, the drugs that most likely were to help, whether they were the monoclonal antibodies or the ivermectins or the hydroxychloroquines or the vitamin D or the cocktail or the drug mixtures or the steroid mixtures, Instead of those being widely available, I know it's kind of hindsight 2020, but Jesus Christ, I think the American medical system killed more people than COVID did. I think there was the people that uh, the amount of people that had COVID. I think the vast majority of those people who died with the COVID symptoms were actually killed by the doctors that were trying the doctors and the nurses that were supposedly trying to save them. And when you really think about it, do you want a medical system run by the WHO and run by the World Economic Forum and run by these totalitarian, world globally funded bullshit acronyms? that don't give a fuck about your well-being because when you lay it all out it's like look if you don't like this hospital you go to another one if you don't like this this uh, uh, clinic you go to another clinic but if they're all forced to abide by the same medical standards if they decide if if this world uh, health organization recognizes that this is the standard of care you're supposed to have and only allowed to have if you have these types of symptoms then you don't have a medical system anymore. You basically don't have a choice. They all have to abide by the same coding, which they already do anyways, which is why a lot of the hospital systems fucking suck because the nurses don't give a fuck, the doctors don't give a fuck, or they don't have control, they don't have a say, they just, and they're getting pushed to, sell, to give you these certain types of drugs. You're not being treated. You're not being helped. This was a respiratory infection. These are things that you can get over with with a fucking handful of Mucinex... and a cup of coffee and a hot shower. I am dead fucking serious. But instead we stuck we stuck you on a, a fucking we we stuck you on a, on a, a ventilator and blew your lungs out. Or the even even weirder, because if you were if you were to die. And the hospital didn't have... They wanted to make a little bit of money. Oh, it's just like if you died from COVID, I believe if you died from COVID, you received government funding. So if you died with COVID or you didn't die of COVID, but still they wrote, they could mark it down as COVID because maybe you caught it at the hospital because it was a highly contagious respiratory virus. So you went to the hospital because now we know that the masks don't work, that the vaccines efficacy level, efficacy level dropped dramatically that you were susceptible to blood clots, myocarditis uh, there's a spike protein that floats around in your bloodstream that all of a sudden now is linked to all kinds of health problems um, we now know that basically the vast majority of things that they were forcing on us or well I guess you say we'll start we'll say with the idea of forcing on us can't think of a better word at the moment all these things were terrible for you all these things were terrible for you. If, And then, on top of that, if it wasn't bad enough that we were trying to convince us that these things were a good idea, they started shaming us by getting Hollywood involved, by paying off Hollywood celebrities to essentially say, you need to do this, this is the best situation for the environment. I mean, Sean Penn, that fucking idiot, uh, who still hasn't stopped running his mouth, who says it's criminal for people who have not been vaccinated, when he clearly doesn't have any fucking clue. What he's talking about. None whatsoever. The guy must be bought and paid for or he's just flat out clueless. And then they went from – they were tired of trying to convince us that this was a good idea by offering us free burgers and fries and fucking flat screen TVs to then mandating it. It's like, okay, well, we're trying to – we'll try to tempt you with that processed garbage that we all know you fucking love. We're tired. We're patience is thin. So if you don't take this shit that we paid for, well, now you are paying for. We're going to make you lose your job. What was the thought process behind that? Just that what, just the compliance of it? The compliance of all of it and I can't I can't wrap my head. There's too much. How did we get to this point? How did we allow this self this this machine to get so big that it constantly has to on our hopes and dreams in order for it to keep running. This has to stop. And this whole thing, I mean, we threw the whole Constitution in the trash the moment we said we're shutting down the country. And we didn't even shut down the country. The grocery stores were open the whole fucking time. And, I mean, everything that they... I mean, if you go back and you review, there's going to be an amazing book about this someday. And the... Everything that we did, the masking up, the studies are in. They don't work. None of them work. It was all bullshit. We didn't start masking up until like July of 2021. We all knew it was bullshit from the very beginning. And quite frankly, from according to some doctors, vaccination, vaccinating your way out of a pandemic only causes more variants. Vaccinating your way out of this pandemic apparently caused the Delta variant, which was actually just as uh, just as aggressive, but far more contagious. But ultimately, they were all recoverable. But apparently the amount of vitamin D that people were, people were taking in, especially in the cities, was literally not traceable in your system because you don't get it from the sunlight because it was in the middle of the winter. If you're in the city, you're not, you are not—you don't get a lot of sunlight anyways. But taking vitamin D is not a food-based source. You actually have to ingest it. You have to take a pill, uh, which I do. I take like 10,000 IUs every single day after eating. And, of course, people who are obese are already on death's fucking door. So they're not able to process vitamin D. They're not able to... They're not able to get it into their bloodstream in order for it to to be effective at all. So you already have an an incredibly uh, uh, health-compromised population, and then you just throw this little thing on top of it, and and then instead of getting these people out there and into the fresh air and getting them into the, the gyms and exercising, you shove them inside the home, you completely destroy their mental health, their mental clarity, which ultimately adds to stress, which ultimately leads to their death. I can tell you for a fact that being stuck in fuck inside my apartment for that long completely eroded a lot of the fa- thought processes that I used to have. I am forever a different person from having to be inside. Thank God I had Chase. Thank God I had him. And thank God I still have him because he was the one thing about that time that was true. Don't don't kid, don't kid me. I mean, at the time, there was a lot of things about my life back then that I thought were good. But he was the only thing that was true. He was the only thing that wasn't a lie. And I'm so glad that despite all of it and my, ever, my, my weird thought process about all of it, including – I mean, especially the pandemic, that he is still a part of my life, a major part of my life, but – when you think back of it, it's like, what the fuck? you remember the moment when that shit happened and we're like, we're shutting down the economy? We're stopping production? We're stopping uh, restaurants? We're stopping people's businesses? And it's like, oh, the government's going to take care of everything. You know damn well the government's going to take care of shit. And all of a sudden you trust them to do go, to go, do government-issued IDs when you know perfectly well, especially after the Twitter files dropped, that the government is going to like absolutely take care of you. And those IDs are the safest, most effective way to have your information. Your information is, is best kept with you and nobody else. Identity theft is at an all-time high and... Identity theft is is huge and then all of a sudden you're going to take it all and put it onto a government server. I can tell you this, the most incompetent people on this planet work for the federal government. And those are the people who are most likely to be bought and paid. So you're going to trust them with all of your information. This is not tin foil hat shit. This is all everyday information, everything that's going on. The whole January 6th thing, the shutting down of the country, the fucking Twitter files, the fucking uh, the return of the Italian leprechaun, Anthony Fauci. He can't stop sticking his head onto the fucking camera to, to basically say, I'd like everybody to thank me for being so wonderful through all of this and still denying the lab leak just trying to to basically wiggle his way out of it. When you know damn well that's exactly where it came from. You know damn well. The fucking thing, it was right there. It was right there and that's what they were working on. And the data supports it. And you look at all of it, it's like, what do everybody's so like, what do we do? And trusting these news sources. And I it's like How do we as a nation, how do we as a community, how do we as individuals solve this problem? It's like, well, we got to get out there and vote. It's like, who are we voting for? No, we have to change the restrictions. We have to change the rules of the people who get into office, what the things they can and cannot do. Because, look, before the U.S. Constitution, before uh, the, the Constitution and the Congress was invented, before the stock market before the publicly traded platform that thing is what eroded it i'm not saying capitalism capitalism did not erode our politicians the stock market did and the fact that they can get bought and paid for and the old thing about super PACs and all that money just being freaking available to them just like that and uh, hardcore lobbyists with a lot of money and you know all the corporate donations—that shit has to stop. That shit has to stop. They have to be graded and supported only by the people they serve and nobody else. But then when the—and now all of a sudden we're in a proxy war where we get to shoot off our old, old shells so we can file a budget to get new shit. Where does it end? Where honestly, where does it end? We are already fearful. They're trying to throw UFOs at us we're already fearful of a nuclear uh, of a, a possible nuclear threat at this point this never which never had to happen this this was none of our problem but now we're funding this thing we're all of a sudden into it this is look this isn't money that's just kicking around this is money that was printed by the federal government and printed and sent over there it wasn't sent to you and me i got fucking what 1200 bucks out of this whole bullshit 1200 bucks out of this bull bullshit and then all of a sudden interest rates are through the fucking roof you know i i mean i'll tell you i'm not complaining about my financial situation i'm fine when people say i'm living paycheck to paycheck it's like that's that's the whole point of working you get paid you work you get a paycheck every week or every other week you work get a paycheck that's called living paycheck to paycheck it's not a bad thing it's just how life works you take a little bit of paycheck you pay off some debt you put a little in the bank you get another paycheck, you take a little bit, a very little bit, you pay off some debt, you put it in, and you put some in the bank. Do that. You do that continuously, and that's how you grow. You need to teach people how to do that so they can be better people. Instead, you scare the shit out of them, so they got to run to the fucking grocery store and pick up the last thing of toilet paper, then run back to the house, but they can't, they can't get home, so they got to pay four fifty a fucking gallon or charge up their Tesla for $92. It's like, this... Is not how you run your life, and this is not how you run a country. And the fact that this all took place in three years, and we can't even go back and think clearly about how we allowed this to happen, at least the vast majority of us, because I know in my state things were closed for quite some time. I know Florida moved on with their lives, I know Texas moved on with their lives, and I know the Dakotas pretended like nothing was happening. really taking a step back and thinking how the fuck did we allow this to happen and are we ever going to allow this to happen again because i don't think i don't i mean i don't think we will i personally don't think we will but if you put the wrong people in power you may not have a choice because the people you put in power force law enforcement to do their bidding and they have no choice then law enforcement just goes out and does what they do and force laws put your mask on get vaccinated gotta do this stand in line six feet those stand in line six feet wear masks. things are spray painted into the sidewalks of this stupid woke town that i live in and they're still there to this fucking day and we haven't gotten rid of them to me it's communist vandalism it's i go i mean but i go back to that moment and i remember the police vehicles going by and the amazon trucks going by in the opposite direction and i'm like What is about to happen? What the fuck did we just do? And is there any way we could ever turn this around after this is all over? And remember, it was only supposed to be two weeks. It was only supposed to be two weeks. And then we crashed the entire economy. And we're about to crash it again. You know why? Because we never learn our lesson. And those who do not pay attention to history are always doomed to repeat it. And here we go again. <sighs> I hope you understand what I'm talking about here. At the end of the day, you are responsible for making your own decisions, not some government governing body that nobody's a full of people that nobody's ever heard of and you don't know how they're getting paid. In the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on Facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can like, subscribe, share. You can support this podcast by going to positive slash donate. Any amount's appreciated. You can sign up for the Weeble app, get free stocks, and I'll get free stocks. Or you can go into my merch wear ch- uh, ch- section of Positive Sarcasm. Click on the merchware. There's some flip flops you can buy for like 15 bucks. A couple other items: laptop sleeves, wine tumblers, uh, all that kinds of stuff. That's one way of supporting this platform and getting yourself some cool stuff, some cool apparel. Um, PositiveSarcasm at Outlook.com. Uh, you can find this video version of this podcast on Rumble at PositiveSarcasm, and of course now on Substack at PositiveSarcasm. Audio, audio of this podcast is available and streamable at my website, or anywhere where podcasts are available. So, like, subscribe, share. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. And I will talk to you all next week, recorded here from the Spare Parts Studio. This has been Positive Sarcasm Presentation. to stay offshore hardcore